Hey everyone and welcome to the Just Chatting Podcast, a podcast discussing all things fitness, well-being and mindset, hosted by yours truly, Jessica Banhan. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the Just Chatting Podcast. I am joined by my first male speaker, guest, um, one of my very, very good friends over the last few months. Um, he has been an incredible support to me over the last few months since I started coaching as well. <laughs> He's now looking at me with so much off flushing, but you have been. Um, it is PGK Fitness, Patrick Dooley Kelly. Patrick, how are we? I know we say I'm your first male guest, but I'm practically female, like, you know. I know you're practically female though, honestly. I'm girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well thank you so much patty for joining me on today's episode how are we feeling it's gone good i'm good i'm i'm late do you know i said to jess like we'll do it at six and i was like okay i have to push to seven we had a half an hour catching up but we're here we're here we're here um we're oh. here i was like i still have work to do afterwards so i'm like yep i actually like working in the evenings now i used to feel like i had to do everything before like one o'clock in the afternoon but I actually like just like having a big gap um and my clients love a late check-in before they go to bed so I'm like perfect fit in a lovely podcast and then how are you I'm grand I'm grand just you know taking it day by day and like yourself I think that's the kind of one of the great things about being self-employed you kind of get to pick your own kind of like hours and stuff like that and like I'm now in that phase where like I'm now want to get up ridiculously early so I get most of my work done yeah. Most of my check-ins don't have my afternoon free for training, then do a little bit in the evenings, depending on what I'm feeling, depending on when, when my creative juices are flowing, I suppose, as well. But, you know, because... Our creative juices. <laughs> yeah, my creative juices. Like, that's when my marketing kind of bits come out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, look, I'm so delighted to obviously have you on. And I suppose this is an opportunity for people to get to know you because I remember, and do you remember, like, when we like I think when we first met it was like via zoom via that like online it was like that online coaching yeah coaches group that we had like 50 of us in one call 50 of us in one call all us our Irish online coaches in the middle of lockdown me not having a clue when these people are and I was like okay this is cool and I think I remember seeing you and I remember thinking who the hell is this Egypt yeah. <laughs> like you just had your vape all the time and I was like why do you think you thinks it's so cool and then you the you the neon light flashing in your room as well you just thought you were so cool and i remember in that call because we we had those calls it was like me dan i'll go by the instagram handles like coached by dan barry's bods sean ryan owns elite macasaur um sean power who else was there carl i think we who else did we have in there before we added in everyone i think that was it was that it? I think that was it. Yeah, it was, yeah there was all of us because 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 the way it started was I knew Barry because I was Barry's client at that time. And Barry was coached by Dan and Dan was coaching Owen and and Aina was the Aina. I mean, Barry knew Aina through um, the infographics because I was always asking for help. Aina knows my girlfriend Um Sean Power was a client of, of, of Barry's. So we all kind of knew each other and Carl was Dan's coach, of course. And we all kind of knew were all like going through the crowd. Then one week, um, Dan was like, I am Mark Coles. <laughs> Do you know? And I was like, we're going to open it up to everyone. Now, it was one of the greatest things to have met a good few people in there. Um, but in those, in those calls, man, it was just like, because when we added everyone in, it was like super serious for like the first like two, three weeks. Oh, yeah. Whereas I was just like, fuck this like i'm playing my disco lights in the back i'm vaping i still have my vape here like i'll at least have the courtesy to mute my mic on a podcast you know when i'm taking a toke like um but yeah that's how me and jess met and then uh, we did a live live and i leached loads of followers and got loads of clients from it It was great (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine oh it was great yeah so but like I think you messaged me like I think like after the first like coaches call so basically just to, for people to kind of understand essentially when I started coaching I didn't know that many coaches I didn't know what to do I literally just started like self-coaching as such and then when I saw that because I was following Carl at the time he was the only coach I was following and I remember he posted up saying that there was this coaching like 
group whatever and that's how I met obviously all the guys and then literally I think after that first call I think you messaged me and were like hey do you want to do a live and I'm like yeah hey sure don't know who you are but yeah sure let's yeah. do it live and we did this stuff for about like an hour we just lasted yeah. as if we were like friends for yeah. years because <laughs> you came on and and like everybody I remember it was like there was like 40 30 people in that call awesome oh, we me 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 and Dan and Sean were basically like we are the gods here we are <laughs> we are controlling this like do you know and we were like, Dan was like, hey, does anybody have any questions? And everyone was silent. And I was like, oh, it's going to be like this. And Jess, you came in and I remember it and you were like, right, I'm going to take this time for me because no one else is. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all hated you because you you said you're all, I remember because I had like 14 clients at the time and I was slogging away for like five months and I was like really pulling my teeth. And you're like, yeah, I opened it up and got 14, 35 inquiries. And I was like, fuck her like fuck her and her 10k following <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's the thing like it was I don't know like I suppose like pe- the people that have been following me were obviously following me for a while like all the people yeah. that inquired with me let's say back in December were all people that have yeah. known me for some a while or whatever and like I'm so lucky that some of those people that started working with me in January are still working with me and obviously I've been benefiting from what I've been offering as well and you know like during lockdown it was tough for like every single business but obviously for, for us as well um but look that like that live again like we just it was like as if you were we were chatting for like you know we're besties for years besties <laughs> for years but I think what I love to obviously talk about is you because that's why we're here we want to talk about because I think again because I didn't know your story or yeah. your journey um until that live and I was really like holy crap like this is this is not your average fitness story like this is yeah. this is not your average journey and I think like you know I don't know if anyone is going to be able to relate to this but I hopefully it does in some way because I found it so special to know like what you've what you've gone through and now looking at the person that you are like it's honestly just it's so amazing so do you want to tell, kind of tell people briefly, I suppose, a bit about you, how you kind of started, what you've kind of, I suppose, a, a, like each only a glimpse of what you've been through and yeah. kind of where it's got to you, where you've got to now? Yeah. So Jess is like uh, what Jess is referring to is I oh, back in 20. Oh my God, it feels so long ago, man. Mm-hmm. About three and a half years ago, I was weighing in at like 140 kilos. Um, 140, 140. I know for like, I know for the first like kind of six weeks, I didn't weigh myself. And then I weighed myself at like a hundred and I think I was like 130. Um, and, and back then, do you know, and I very much just came out and I, I remember only telling you this in DMs like a week after. And most people don't know this because I have a strict policy of like, I'm never referring this to on my feed or on my story directly because I never want to benefit from it. Um, yeah. I had just, come out of treatment for drug addiction and alcohol abuse mainly the drugs um and i was like right i have to give up booze um i I might as well get into fitness like i have nothing else to do um so i very much used kind of fitness as my like new vice and very much in the beginning it, it it wasn't like do you know, I look back on it and in the beginning, like the first six months, I didn't do it smart. Do you know, I very much did it like on three shakes, three, three meal replacement shakes a day and like a sandwich at work. Do you know, I was eating, I was 126, 130 kilos and I was eating like 1400 calories. Such a bad, like such yeah. an aggressive approach, I suppose. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like I thought I was like hashtag fitness, like look at me, like you know, like I know. I'm eating so low calorie, but that's just diet culture, like you know. Yeah. And, and I thought it improved my relationship with food, but it actually made it worse, you know. And it's very much until I got down to like you know each each weigh in, like every second week was so great, you know. Um, and then back when you know and then over that time you know I was very much losing week in week out week in week out I trained every day for six months every day and I was able to because I had so much excess body fat you know and 
I did it the most Instagram influencer, like buy my program. I bought a meal plan from someone from, from, from some pro never used it. Um, mm. I, I, what else did I do? I did everything bad. Didn't sleep, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sleep. Um, was working. I was in, um, I was in a job. I got out of treatment, got into fitness, got a job in a cafe, which I loved, got promoted in like three months to supervisor. Mm-hmm. Then another four months after that, five months, I was promoted to the manager. So I was like, very now, this was great. I was taking control of my life post having no life, post just like, you know, boozing and, and binging on, you know, all sorts of crack food, narcotics, everything like five, six times a week. You know, so it was all a positive, but you know, yeah. there were still things that went on from there that were negatives. But I only realized like two, three years later, you know, I got down to a phase of like 90-ish kilos, and then you know, the weight fluctuations would go up and down. So I really had to look at my food. And that's when I was like, wow, you know, I'm not able to, you know, I have to be pay a lot of attention to food. That's when I started even binging more because I had to pay more attention to it, you know. I was living life by numbers Um, got down to about 82 one week, never got down to it again, sat around 85, 86, maintained, um, you know, started actually working in a gym then after I left the job, sorry, my emails are going off after I left that job. Um, and I very much got into this job because in that whole time, you know, I was, I was, I was walk. I remember my friend said it to me. I was like, I, w- I had more energy, you know, I had more like, uh, like I was sleeping a sufficient amount, but I wasn't, didn't have like a good sleeping pattern. Let's say, um, I had more energy. I was, you know, I had gone from floor staff to a manager and job in like seven months. Um, I was down like 50 kilos. Um, you know, it took me kind of a year to lose the first 40 and then another year to lose the next 10. Um, and then like I was in a much more positive place. I was walking around smiling for no reason. I was about a year and a half sober at the time, two years. Um, and my friend said it to me. He was like, he was like, man, you like you're so like you just you're smiling all the time. <laughs> you're smiling all the time. And I was just like in a position where it wasn't because I was super happy because I was like slimmer or I was getting more attention from girls or this, that, and the other. It was because I had actually taken control of my life. I had actually done something for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I was just more content, you know, I very much, you know, I was at that point at that time where I could have gained weight and I'd been like, okay, it's fine. In two, three weeks, it'll be grand. And, you know, like feeling okay with that knowing I could get back to the position I was if I progress I was very much in a position where I was like okay I can maintain that rate of progression so I was very much just content you know I wasn't you know on a like the kind of high you're like of just like oh I'm so slim and I can you know get off to Dubai and I can you know be in a five-star hotel in Paris and I'll be jetting around the world I was just content I think when people die and this is one thing um and I was actually talking about it with uh, the lovely Dr. M, Dr. Mealy Thompson. Love that woman. Uh, after she finished Dan's podcast, I was talking to her about it. She said something on the podcast. When people diet down, you know, being, you know, they don't have to be super overweight. You know, they don't have to be, you know, they can be severely underweight. When people think they'll reach their ideal body image, I'm doing quotation marks here. They think they'll reach like a community of acceptance and people will just mm-hmm. accept them for what they are because of their physique and it's not like that like you know it's yeah. not like that. you know I probably you know and I still go through the wars of like weekend not week in week out it's a little bit it's more than that but like you know I work on it like body dysmorphia and like you know I just did an aggressive dieting phase and do the best reverse dieting phase so <laughs> like very much a case of like oh no my abs are gone like there's so much more to life than abs and I'm glad that they're gone because I'm very much realizing like you know I'm getting stronger I'm, I'm so much less harsh on myself if I go over like my, my, my prescribed calories, this, that, and the other, like, you know, there's so much more to life than that, you know, and that's kind of, um, that's kind of what I learned over the past three years, mm-hmm. you know, getting sober and, 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 and dieting down and this, that, and that there's, 
so much more than a number on a scale. There's so much more than a measurement down each week. Um, <clears throat> you know, I have what, like, you know, and it's, it's, it's tough. And that's probably why I take on so many female clients because it's very, it's probably very weird for people to see a lad on Instagram as honest as I am. And I feel like I quite am. And I get that level of transparency. Do you know, one of my clients, Michelle, God love that woman. I love her so much. She'll know, but everybody knows by my Instagram, if I'm having a hard time by my captions, Jesus Christ, everybody knows like, you know, I, if it was like, I'm having just that and the other Michelle attacks me and we're like, boo boo, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm having a tough week, but I'll be fine. She's like, okay, I'll see you in the check. And I'm like, thank you. And then we'll come to your check-in and I'm like, thanks for coaching me last week, Michelle. She's like, it's okay, it's fine. Do you know? Um, but that's kind of like one of the things that I, I, I went with that I was going to be honest with every client I had. I was mm. going to tell them who I am. I wasn't going yeah. to be like this fitness alpha freak, do you know, because I'm not. I'm far from it. I just, I, I like being able to train. I like having that option. I like being having the option to help people and just, you know, and I just want people to be content. I want like, this, it's kind of my, like my motto is like, when I say it to every client in, in, a, in a consult call is like, I will not promise you a life of overt happiness. I won't. I can't. I can promise you that you'll be more content, not because you're slimmer, not because you're bigger, but because you've taken control of something that you thought you never could have before, mm. you know, and hopefully you can catch yourself in town or on a plane or in a car just smiling for no reason and someone says it to you and you're like yeah i have no idea why because that's the end goal that's you know there's a theory of paradoxical change where people can only change when they're truly happy with where they are <clears throat> and i don't know if you've ever you know if you can look at your clients of that statement but probably even even at yourself you know you've probably had your best quote unquote transformations is when you've been totally happy with where you are in life at that time. And I look at that and I'm like, it's very apt. Like it's very apt. Like when I came out of treatment, I was like 30 days of intensely looking at yourself and like all your bad traits. I was like, I have all these bad traits, but I can still see that I'm a good person. That's when I had my most successful dieting down phases, Do you know, when I've had periods of self-doubt or, or periods of I hate myself. I hate my body. That's when I've had my slowest progression rates. Does that make any sense? Yeah. No, everything you may said make, makes total sense. And I think, I suppose like, you know, for people that don't know, like Paddy does trait, you do coach mainly females. And again, it's, it's because there is that relatable factor. And I think it's so important that like when someone is choosing, if you are choosing a coach, like there's so many people out there as a matter of finding the person that you feel you are going to be able to get along with, that you are going to be able to approach, yeah. you can be honest with, because like, like being coach is a very personal journey. Like it's your body and it's your health. And yeah. you want to have someone that's going to, you know, be there and actually support you and, you know, put your health, I suppose, um, like above anything else as well. Yeah. As really, it's, it's funny when you obviously mentioned the whole content side of things, because I've, I've after having a few clients recently, who've kind of realized that and they've kind of it's I think it's just the awareness I think what coaching is it does bring awareness to habits that you might have had mm. and it's just slight change like if you felt oh god like I was drinking like no water before I started coaching and now you're drinking that little bit more water and you're just feeling more hydrated like and just feeling better in yourself like it's just that simple tweak and just being aware of the habits that you've developed over the years as well and I think it's just like super important just to simplify it and get down to the basics as well that's it. Like I had a girl, um, I had a girl, I was about to say her name, but I'm not sure if she wants to remember. I had a client, I have a client, right? Yep. And she texted me yesterday and she's like, my God, Paddy, I, I went <clears throat> on holidays and I went on holidays and I went swimming. And I was like, cool, that's great. And she's like, I only realized that a week after that I wore my bikini the whole time and there was never any thoughts of like do I need to wear this am I able to wear this I just put it on you know there was no thoughts of good or bad around it and that for me is better than when someone says oh I can't wait to wear my bikini you know mm. it, it that or or, or or I can't wait to wear the shorts you know it's, it's it's a case of like you just put them on you didn't even think about it because that's change you know? yeah that's change for me you know it's very much a case of now I can walk into a pub and not be
be bothered by all the drink that's there because it was annoying in the beginning but now it's just like I don't even think about it do you know yeah. that's changed for me um do you know and what you said about choosing a coach that's right for you it's like absolutely like I now you know me me and Ross have kind of the next kind of year two years planned out like Ross is very much you know he has that drilled mentality but has the super compassionate side just like myself you know he he shares this absolute love for education you know it's very it's really funny I was I was talking I was looking at like I I did EIQ there and I saw you just enrolled um uh, fucking phenomenal course it's so good Um, (laughs) Barry was saying to me he was like yeah, I was thinking of enrolling the IQ because because you you had good things to say about it, and then Dan's thinking about it. You've done it, and mm-hmm. Ross is like, he's like, have you ever found he's like with your education that your colleagues will do will do the ones you do, and I I feel like a test junkie for educational courses. Like you know, I have a course. I have, I have one of Ross's clients is doing a mentorship with him now, and I was like, I beefed him into it, so I, I was like, do it, like you know, do a mentorship. It's the best thing you'll ever do as a coach. Um. So like that, that goes into case of why I get along and why I progress so well with Ross, why I progress so well with Barry, because Barry's, you know, he, he, he was very much, you know, less kind of like, let's say he was more of an educated, like Barry, this guy has memories, memorizes case studies. He's just like, oh, there's a study down in 2002 by this guy. Like, Dude, like, how do you remember that? You know, that made me like aspire to be like Barry. Barry Maguire himself is going to be one of the best coaches. It probably will be the best coach in the country in the next 10 years. You know, Barry's going to have the same trajectory as Larry Doyle. The guy's dumb. The guy's dumb smart. The guy is able to talk to people, you know, and that's, you know, find a coach that you're able to communicate with Mm. at a level that they're like your friend. You know, most of my clients now, I don't see them as, you know, most of my guys, I have like my Michelle, my Celine, do you know uh who else Haley, um owen jack louis sarah graham do you know i, I, mean, I feel like i know these people because i see them like <laughs> they're constantly sharing like everything as well and it, it is really really amazing to kind of see that kind of it is a two-way relationship it's yeah. not you know and i think like another thing that you're touched on was the whole education side of things and i think what I'm again because I feel like I'm learning more about coaching every every week like I'm learning oh, yeah. more about myself as a coach because yeah. you know I think with some people we tend to feel like coaching is just this like magic recipe that you're just going to if you do x y and z that you're going to magically have the dream life of your um like the you know the best yeah. the best life or whatever but like you know when you're getting coached you need to be open to the fact that yeah. you will learn like you're going to learn so much about your physical health about your mental health about your actual health as well about your physique how your genetics have affected your you know body how you're going to overcome that like it's I think it's just so exciting like when people do want to want to learn um because again like the the, like this is all like your health and it's your well-being and it's it you know you have your body for the rest of your life as well and you want to be able to give it the love and attention it deserves as well so just when you kind of touch upon education it's something that I've personally become aware more aware of as a coach that I'm like oh god like we're actually you know we are providing education in obviously smaller aspect to um the clients as well because they are going to learn about themselves and um yeah it's rather exciting really coaching one thing that um my business mentor said to me he's like you're you know one client a coaching may be a transaction you know you're 12 weeks you're 16 weeks and then they're gone like you know one to another client your coaching is a journey your coach like you know, Michelle sent me a text there and she's like, you know, she, what did she say? Do you know, I've had Michelle now since the start of November. Okay. Good long-term. Start, yeah. start of November. And it's a case of like, uh, like for me, I can't think of a life without coaching. Like I, I, I very much think I'm going to be coached for life. I need that external point of view. And, you know, mm-hmm. if I had another coach like that, it very much might be like, okay, I'm, I don't have that with them. Do you know, most of my things with Ross is like, do you know, we were talking, what were we talking about yesterday? We were talking about, we were talking about, you know, the, the, the differences between the strength, the length, which 
when to train in the length and range, the mid range and the short range for most people that'll go over their heads. Do you know, mm-hmm. we also then t- in two th- threads later, we were talking about like, you know, we'll, we'll go for a coffee next time we see each other and I'll get a, I'll get an Anavar, Anavar, Yakia, Anavar, Anavacchiato and he'll get a Primacino, do you know, for Anabar and Primabolin, like two anabolic steroids, two anabolic steroids. And then it's like, that's, that for me is coaching. You know, that for me is coaching in itself, how you can go from like goals to piss take or piss take to goals, mm. you know, because if it's so serious the whole time, it's like, you know, that kind of sounds miserable, you know, yeah. Ross calls me his little piggy, like, you know, <laughs> you know, I love that because it's a good joke. Even when I was like 77 kilos a few weeks ago and I was like, I wasn't shredded, but I was very lean. You were pretty lean though. Yeah, he was like, yeah. you know, you're still a little piggy. And I was like, yes, I am a little piggy. You know, I was just, it's 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 fun. Coaching's fun. If it's never not fun, you know, and there can be times when, you know, it's not fun. You know, it can be times where, you know, people are struggling and, you know, you have to be a human, like instead of the coach, you know, instead of like, hey, weight's not dropping, let's lower cows. Like, you know, it's like, hey, you know, weight's not dropping, but you're still making progress. Why? Because look at your physique from when you started. Do you know, I have a girl who, who who's only who hasn't shifted. Do you know, she's she started at 74, I think 73. I've had her now for like six months and she's gotten to lowest of 69.1, but she's like completely different over five months, do you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a case of like telling someone over that time, like why that is and 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 not just like. There's being a transformation coach, which is fine. You know, transformation coaches, there's nothing wrong with them. But being being a beacon or being a, a pillar of like, you know, we're, you know, we've done our dieting. Now we're going to maintenance and why that's so important. You know, 80% of people who diet down don't don't maintain their results, which is terrifying result. Terrifying. Yeah. You know? Like if you look at all your clients and your previous clients, like how many people have been through yo-yo dieting? Do you know? Yeah. And, and that's 80% of people worldwide who've ever dieted, ever. Ever. You know, yo yo dieting. That's scary. Like, you know, there's so much shit information out there. There's so much shit information out there. Do you know, I, I, Instagram, where we're consuming all of this information. <clears throat> well. Yeah. Like, it's, and probably actually kind of, because you touched upon the topic of body dysmorphia, which is something obviously like I don't feel comfortable talking about because I definitely, feel like I probably had it at some stage and I feel like everyone does go through it um like do you feel like that like that particular side of things and this whole yo-yo dieting do you feel it's become definitely more evident I think in the last like in the last year let's say because obviously you've been coaching for a lot longer than I have so do you feel it's definitely come about a little bit more or you know particularly obviously again when it comes to females but I males I think suffer from body dysmorphia as well oh, man. it's it's so, not a gender thing it's a person thing like you know it's yeah. a, <clears throat> like oh, I still have it 100% oh my god I still have it. all secretly do yeah. it's, it's just such a tender thing because when because it's it's something that like I remember in Australia I had someone say it to me and I didn't know what it was yeah. at the time I was like four months into my fitness journey if you want to call it whatever like and I had no coach at the time and um I was you know doing dramatic stuff as we all do at the start of our yeah. fitness journeys and stuff and I didn't really understand what I was doing and I remember this particular um I was actually living with her um at the time she actually said to me she was like oh my god like it's like you have like body dysmorphia or something and it was the way she said it mm-hmm. and I got really upset and I actually to google it being like what what actually is this and like don't get me wrong like some people like like myself we don't love our bodies every single day but you know we are have our bodies for a reason and is is to you know improve that relationship with our bodies as well but like particularly like like I feel over the last like few months there's just been this it's just this concept because obviously we're consuming so much social media now more than ever and it's so scary it is really really scary I think I'm I'm scared like because I'm just like you know I particularly have a lot of young females following me like a lot of girls are probably younger than me as well and I'm just like yeah like it's you know yeah like I remember when I was dieting down I I made a point to myself that I was like you know I was never gonna avidly be grateful for and the, 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 there's inherently a problem in this I was never gonna like be like you know show the ad pick or this that and the other 
And there's nothing wrong with doing that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with, with show. And this is, the, this is the thing that bothers me about social media. People that are lean and people that, you know, that are grateful for their leanness and their physique, they get shafted on, you know, they get shafted on. And, you know, yeah. it's if, if like, why? They're just showing an appreciation for love from the body. Yes, they're, you know, indirectly, you know, for some people, it's setting a standard of what you should be. And that's, you know, there's two sides to this coin. Yeah, of course. I very much felt like I, 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 I shouldn't have done it. Do you know, and I, and I, and I'm, and I look back and I'm like, oh, I wish I kind of did like, you know, show a bit of appreciation for being lean, this, that, and the other. Why? Because it's me against me. Do you know, it was me against me. But someone out there is going to not be able to take that. I very like, do you know, when I, when I was like, I remember when, do you know, I remember sometimes I, sometimes like a few, when, like when I was dieting down, I'd like look at Ross's story in his post and be like, why isn't he featuring me? Like, what the fuck are these guys leaner than me? And that's like, and you know, I was very much able to take myself out of that because it's like, okay, dude, like, relax, like, you know, relax. You know, it's 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 a very very sensitive subject. You know, and yeah, God, like it's it's tough because you know pe- pe- people deal with it on the daily. You know, I've met a handful of people who, you know, who can just be like, ah, gain five kilos, don't really care. You know, yeah. you know when you when you have close ties to how you think you should look. You know, mm-hmm. where based on how other people look it's a tough space you know it's a tough space to be in i suppose like look it's 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 a very it's a very tender subject but i suppose it just kind of like as you mentioned as well um you know like a few moments ago as well but i think it's just important to kind of i suppose like reiterate that like you know please for anyone listening do not compare yourself to anyone on social media because again like we're consuming so much social media more than ever um even though we may be coming out of lockdown or whatever kind of phase we're now I'm not even sure but um you know like you are in competition with you and it's just so important to not compare yourself to others as easy it might be but like it's just going to end up like you're just going to end up quite unhappy and you know again it's kind of leading you down to kind of I suppose negative habits negative actions and you know kind of leading back to I suppose that whole yo-yo dieting yo-yo dieting thing as well like I was, I was, I was thinking about it <clears throat> like last week or two weeks and like, you know, on just, you know, and just on what you said there, there's, I don't think there's a, there's a, there's a fix for it. I don't think there's a yeah. fix for it. I, like in saying that, do I accept that it's something that I'm always going to have the rest of my life or people will have the rest of life? I don't think so. It's a case of like, if you if you experience it or if you have those thoughts about your own body is it a bad thing it can be you know people can use it and like you'll see athletes use it as like a form of like drive which is cool which is great you know yeah. i can i can never look at myself from my old pictures and be like you know i'm going to use that as a drive it's just not something for me like you know yeah. i don't look at my old photos and judge myself i just look and be like i'm like that's how i used to be that's how I physically am now, you know, it, it's just, oh, I hate the phrase, you know, it is what it is. Um, it's just like, it's weird. It's weird, isn't it, man? It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Like even like when I, because I posted today, like my show day check-in versus my check-in from like last week. Mm. And it was so weird. Like if, if it feels like that was a million years ago, my show, yeah. even though it's like three weeks ago, it's like a million years ago. And like, it's, and it's funny because like after my shoot that I did like whatever, like last November, like I remember like afterwards, I was like so annoyed being like, oh my God, I'm after like going up kilo and weight. Yeah. Like, I look like crap. And like, you know, I was being so hard on myself. And I'm like, but they did like, you know, a shoot after me as well, but they look leaner and you're there comparing yourself yeah. and you went down the, the, the whole loophole and stuff like that. Whereas like weirdly now, I just don't compare myself. I just yeah. haven't. It's really weird. Cause like I would normally be the opposite as yeah. well. So could be because your values have changed you know? i think so i think yeah. like the show really changed my mindset like and it's actually funny when, like when we were talking about like you know our love for our body i and it's funny because i'm 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 here coaching people trying to like help them as well love their bodies that that bit more but genuinely when you were talking about that i actually thought to myself i cannot remember the last time i looked at myself and actually thought 
like I love my body because yeah. unfortunately not unfortunately but I suppose like my goals are very different to the average person like I'm a, like I'm an athlete I'm a competitor whatever you want to call me so like I I I don't love my body as such because I'm like I needed to be for ready for a show that's kind yeah. of that's the stage of my life that I'm go- that I'm going through right now and I suppose yeah. it's just it's very it's it's very kind of hard as well to kind of like tell people like oh my god you should love your body and all that kind of stuff when like I suppose the moment like I don't I don't even think about that I'm just kind of thinking about like okay like am I lean enough to first stage am I gonna win am I gonna place like that's all I'm thinking about that's all my life has been for the last year and a half so it's actually quite like it's it's yeah it just kind of came to my head when you were talking about it. it's yeah mad. it's weird you know like my my values would have been so physique based for so long. So long, yeah. Uh, and in a stage where I was never really getting stronger, this, that, and the other, you know, you can get strong in a deficit when you first start training, this, that, whatever, you know, yeah. Like oh, yeah. my values are so on now. Like a few weeks ago, <clears throat> I failed a three plate hack squat for one and I threw a tantrum. I threw an absolute tantrum. You threw tantrums at every oh, man, man. exercise that you do. I am a diva. I am oh, a so diva. diva, like honestly. Yeah. And like, even if you look at my feed right now, it's very evident to see that, you know, from my, from my video side of my feed is that my values are at training right now. Do you know, I, yeah. I, I did my three plate yeah. hack for failed for one, Do you know, I did hack today and I got four plates for nine reps. Like, you know, I'm like, I've never been in a position where I'm like getting stronger week in, week out. And that's where my value is right now. Do you know, and I, I look in the mirror and I'll be like, oh, my abs are gone, but then I'll like, do you know, I'm like my body, right. And I'll never, it'll never be in that moment. I'll be able to be like, oh no, but your body right now is, is getting you stronger. Do you know, it's very much like right now talking about it, that it's like, it clicks in my head that I'm like, oh yeah, it is. It's in a stage where like, you know, the physique I have right now is comparative and relative to, to the strength I, I, I am gaining each one week out. Like, Mm. like you know it's very much also getting me into a phase where like oh my god food is my friend like you know whereas before food would have been my enemy and now I'm in a phase where I'm like gaining until January for my shoot in April you know and since that's the the goal you know I'm actually finding it harder to reach 2,660 calories which when I was in a dieting phase I'd be like 2,500 I'd be like oh my god I'm so hungry now I'm at like 2,300 I'm like oh my god stuff like you know you know Mm -hmm. it's when you attach a value to something and when you attach like your perception to something perceptions everything when you attach your perception my perception now is like like i'm struggling to reach two 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 six six oh you know how am i gonna do three two fifteen i could easily do three two fifty you know i've had an ice cream at the end of the day and if i do grand i'll uh, like grand i'll do it you know but i'm like is it gonna help me train and probably is it is it is if I had like you know three two fifty of like a massive pasta dish or you know some some roast potatoes or some squares bars? I had six squares bars during training today. It was amazing. I love having. I'm so jealous. Oh, oh my god. man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had them six, but I had like two hundred calories eaten by like three p.m. today, which is unheard of for me. Yeah, that's, yeah, unheard of. Had six. Had six squares bar. I'm really lacking on my protein today. I'm probably going to crush a whole thing of ham, which I'm really not looking forward to doing. Like, you know, but we do. I have some leftover roast chicken because I'm back in the folks' house and like food's here. No, they don't. You know what I mum? Well, and I told mum that, you know, mum, have you weighed out your oil? And then she's like, no. And I was like, I weighed out the excess oil. I was probably an asshole thing. I was just trying to, trying to be like, and she was like, that's, that's, that's 100 grams of oil. You know, that's 900 calories. And I was like, there's probably some cooked into the thing. And she's like, oh my God, really? And I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> carbs are not the enemy. Like, you know, um, I love carbs so much. They're I so, love carbs so much. Like, I just like literally when I had my last check-in and <clears throat> all my carbs were increased. I was like, thank you so much. Yeah. Like I remember Ross dropped me one week from 170 to 150. 170, I was fine. 150, I was a zombie. Dan, Dan actually was like to me. He was like, dude please tell dan and caitlin like please tell ross up your calories you're so miserable I was like, okay i will you know um but yeah like you know food's weird and how it can make you feel is weird um mm. like like some some of the stuff that's done in the iq like when you when you go through it you'll be like oh my god why have i never thought about it like that before and um, wow. <clears throat> i remember they were doing a bit about ghrelin and leptin and insulin sensitivity and i was like like I was like that is so cool um 
and stuff on uh da, 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 like stuff on the history of dieting bad side of dieting dark side of dieting you know it's very it's such a cool course mm. such a cool course um such a cool course yeah that's correct grammar isn't it yeah such yeah. A course, yeah didn't sound right um eiq is a, a nutrition course that patty just uh you completed it a while ago didn't you oh no i'm still not completed <laughs> Do not complete it. No, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm doing like I'm doing like six different courses. <laughs> I'm finding it so hard to find the time. Um, yes, my it's the third nutrition course technically that I'm doing this year. So yeah, um, yeah this is taking my third. Oh, you did precision. No, I did. Um, I did image fitness. Who I did image my course with. So I did nutrition, and then I did sports nutrition. Um, so I actually did them uh, side by side, and so I have my certificates of completion. Um, but now this one, I think just because there's a bit more of an emotional attach, I feel EIQ is a bit more emotional side it, in a it, way. It's so more from perspective. Yeah, it's more compassionate. Like, you know, it's yeah. very much a case of it's like there's there's way more to nutrition than like it's funny, I can't describe it it's evidence it's evidence based and that's their motto compassionate but evidence-based approach to coaching which you know with the holistic type of coaching that you and i do have it's best suited like you know i've never given a client a meal plan i never will you know i never will you know even if i'm you know i have owen right now who's doing a shoot and you know Food is low. Like the guy's on 115 carb, 170 protein and 40 fat. Yeah. But whatever he eats, you know, and he's eating different things, you know, he had half a pizza there last week, you know, um, a, a, a very small, like medium pizza, thin based crust pizza, fit the macros, you know, and then most like it's, it's tougher to, to fit in that stuff when you have that low calorie, you know, very much people are going like, oh, you know, you can eat what you want and still lose weight. It's like, yeah, you can, you know, but doing that, is 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 a different than saying it you know i very much for me when i'm dieting down i have kind of three two set meals that i'll have at breakfast and lunch and that's just it just works for me you know it just works for me i you know if it fits your macros is great but people can kind of paint it in a way that's like oh you can have a variety of stuff this that and the other it's like you can but once you start incorporating a lot of variety it's very easy to get into to loose habits like you know And, and, you know, in theory, yeah, if it fits your macros and you're in a deficit and dieting is a goal, boom, you know, in practice, it's a lot. In the case of, you know, like I'll, I have people on untracked meals a week. I have, you know, people who are like, I'm dieting down, but why have you given me more calories? I'm like, ha ha ha, you know, um, you know, I want you, like I'll, I told her, I told, I told a client this week, I was like, I want you to go incorporate five chocolate bars into your week, you know? And then, you know, she got, she got two of them in and she was like, I was so satisfied, you know? And it's like, and I, I lost, I lost him. And I'm like, I lost the thing on my waist. And I'm like, sick, do you know, do you know, like wear the damn shorts, do you know, which is a, it's just a hashtag started by, by M, M Power Fitness, one of the best pages on instagram at the minute she's a client of my business co- of my business mentor she's like hashtag wear the damn shorts which i love um she's like eat the damn chocolate bar eat the ice cream you know it's 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 not the end of the world like you have time everybody has time you know you've you can you can you can taper food back you can bring food up you know i'll be at a case of if i'm if i'm going around training i'll have if i'm going training in the afternoon i'll have a massive carb meal the night before you know and then a little little carb meal an hour before and you know a bit of caffeine an hour before a bit of stim stim free pre-workout an hour before you know if i'm if i'm going away like i didn't track friday saturday sunday you know because i was down for the weekend on my hollybops you know and i didn't track monday because i came home you know i literally was in dublin for like 12 hours and like i'm going back home for a week and a half down <clears throat> you know and like oh my god i didn't track monday holy shit do you know, am I probably going to start tracking the next day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know, if I if I have three or four days off, am I expecting a text from Ross to be like, "Hey, dude, what's going on?" I'm like, "Okay, man, you're actually dead right." Do you know, and and as as who I am, do you know, I am the tangent king. I probably went off in six different tangents there, but there's 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 a point to all of them. Like, you know, there's a point to all of them. <laughs>
Go on. Oh God, no. What's the point? The point is, is like, <clears throat> the point is, is like, whatever it may be that you want to achieve, there's so many different ways to achieve it. Okay. There's so many different ways to achieve it. Yes. You know, you may have to be a little bit more rigid in some cases and rigid rigidity with a tiny bit of flexibility is good for some, as I made the point with Owen, you know, half yeah. a pizza, but most of his diet right now is like those weird conjac noodles, those, those diet noodles that are just, man, you know, you eat them for a reason, like, you know, volume and, you know, I looked at the ingredients, potassium hydrogenate water and rice and i'm like what is potassium hydrogenate you know i ate them when i was dieting down why because i wanted volume you know i very much hooked yeah. <clears throat> the to and was like these things are probably not great for your digestion but i have a goal in mind you know if i had more calories i'd be eating rice you know 100 yeah, percent bagels you know i can't wait to get back to bagels i'm still on bagel thins um but i cannot wait oh my god i'm still on bagel thins as well i got <laughs> like Cause I um, yeah, like for because it's because when you were actually talking about there about you know finding the meals that suit you, like even I kind of thought like after the show I'd completely go like like that. I thought I, I thought I'd be craving all these different things for like because obviously now that I'm following the Mr. Macros, I kind of thought oh I'd be craving like all these things blah blah blah. But like half of my meals are still the same, yeah, exact same. Like even there last week I was having like turkey burgers, um. <sighs> which are bloody delicious. Amazing. Um, but I had sweet potato and asparagus because that's exactly what I had for my peak week. That's all I wanted. And I just covered it with salt. I was like, I just need like, to, it just soak up. And yeah. I had it and I was like, just remind me of peak week. And I was like, why is it so exciting? But again, it's a matter yeah. of finding the foods that agree with you and that like, mm. you know, you enjoy as well. But like, it's obviously like, you know, definitely from a deficit point of view, focusing on volume just you know so that you feel like you're eating a lot as well obviously bulk up on you know vegetables as well but as you said there's so many different ways you can achieve your goal but like it's a matter of understanding like the approach that suits you your body and also like your happiness and lifestyle as well because I think those need to come into consideration as well because like um and again that probably ties back kind of tying back this whole conversation because obviously we've we've touched on so much different stuff in this podcast mm-hmm. episode but obviously as you kind of said it there I think you said it probably one of the very first things at the very start was you know we all we all think like when if we get to a certain number on a scales that defines our happiness but it does not I have seen people and I know myself that when just because you reach a certain weight and you think well I'm my god I'm going to be the happiest I've ever been when I get to the number the two words that will come out of your mouth will be now what yeah 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 yeah. so i think that's kind of like if anyone is like setting any goals please do not focus on the scales there are other like listening to somebody here like you'll see now his his values have now changed he's now more focusing on like feeling stronger and obviously happy happier in himself like obviously look you know like you're probably like i would feel like right now you're probably the happiest i've seen you in the last like definitely few months as well i think because when I when I met you in Dublin, like whatever, three or four months ago, like you were just obviously in your deficit. It was an aggressive one as well. And like you were just like weren't like yourself. Whereas now I'm like, you're you're you know, you're you're way more valuing your training, you're understanding mm. that f- more so now than ever the food is fuel. <clears throat> well, yeah. so again, like your values will always change as well, but yeah. you know. Like I I and the thing is about my aggressive dieting phase, I like towards the end of it, I was very anxious and very like yeah. You know, do you know, and I was running, I was running your bean, which, you know, it can, can, is a fat burner that actually, you know, in study shows in small cases, it works, do you know, it's very much a case of, you know, you need, like, I've seen people run stuff and, you know, I found stuff, stuff that like people in my town, you know, are running, are running clean and they're not like, you know, they don't train, you know, you know, to be like, if you're going to do this stuff, like talk about it with your coach. If they say no, like, listen, like, you know, and, you know, I was saying it to Ross, I was like, hey, I'm a little bit anxious, this, that, and the other. And he's like, cool, we're going to take out, we're going to take out Yohimbi because it does, it, it doesn't cause anxiety, it exacerbates existing anxieties. I had a few about, about work and, you know, just general life anxieties. Um, and we took it out, it's feeling good. We cut my uh, thing short, we achieved a result. I wanted to run it a little bit longer the type of person that I am is like, oh, we run it short. I'm a failure. Do you know, and Ross is like, dude, you shaved off like 20 pounds in, in X amount of time. I think it was like 
Yeah, I think I started that at 84 and I got down to like 76 and it was like six weeks, you know? So like, yeah, when you say it now, I'm like, look back and I was like, okay, that was actually quite good, do you know? Um, quite like good being, you know, a, a, a perception thing for that at the time, you know, any other time I'd be like, okay, that's a bit, you know, that was the goal at the time, aggressive. I loved being in it. I was like, oh my God, I can actually adhere to super low calories. I learned something about myself. Also mm-hmm. learned that like, it's very tough. It's way tougher than people think, do you know? Do you know, aggressive dieting is aggressive for a reason. And, you know, you ask these questions like, am I able for aggressive dieting? Do you know, it's not like, yeah, you might want a result, do you know, but are you able for it? Do you know, and these are things that people may not know, do you know? Like I was talking to Ross about prep coaching and, you know, photo shoot clients and this that and it's like okay is the person able for a photo shoot first that's the first question you ask you know have their actions and things over the over the past been like they're able to do it some of my clients you know since owen's doing his is like hey i want to do and i'm like i'm sorry you know i don't think you're in a position right now to do one some of them are like yeah okay you know you know i've one or two others who are who are getting into that kind of gear now and it's potentially something we're looking at some people are like could probably do and don't want to do it. Grant, you know, it's what what you think you're able for and what you're actually able for two different things. Like I thought I was going to be able to to run 110 carb. <laughs> Grim, do you know? Like, yeah, what's that? Grim. Like, you know, and then it's a case of like, do I think I'll be able to run 110 carb in the future? Probably because I know what to expect. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know, when you never do it, you never know. And when you never have another coach and a coach, another head on the problem, someone that's able to objectively look at you and your actions and how you're feeling and how you're thinking and be able to make illicit changes off that. Whereas every, like you can never be objective about yourself. You're always subjective about yourself because your feelings, your emotions, and your thought process are biased towards you. Okay. You know, get like, have someone else to be able to think, to rationalize if you're able to get them. So my Dan is, you know, wrecks my head but as one of the best Dan's so rational anytime I'm having a bit of anxiety or struggling you know he's able to help me rationalize it you know mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot I like I cannot do that for me in the time you know I can help do it for clients because I'm not a, experiencing their emotions and their anxiety so I'm able to yeah. objectively look at the position they're in and be like oh okay you at 300 calories over you know and your weight jumped up by two kilos you know that does not equate to two kilos of fat overnight. That's probably, you know, you probably had, uh, you put, what did you have to eat yesterday? Like, okay, I had a supermax chips. Okay. They're, you know, they're super high in sodium and salt. And, you know, you're, you've, you haven't had that in like a week. So your body's adapting to it differently. I guarantee in like three, four days, it's going to come down. Do you know? It, mm. always, it always does. Like, you know, it always does. Hashtag get a coach. Hashtag get a coach. Um, geez, we've covered so much. We got very, very deep. And so little. <laughs> well, I feel like we could go on. We could really probably record like a five-hour podcast and still won't be long enough. Yeah, so what's the meaning of life? Of effective. <laughs> 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 oh my God. But no, we need to try and wrap things up. So how I finished the last few guest podcasts is just basically... Obviously, look, we're after talking so much about co- coaching, diet culture, social media, and all that jazz, and I suppose goal setting and all that kind of jazz. But taking coaching aside, like, what, like, who is Paddy? Like, who is Paddy? Like, if you're putting fitness aside, who, like, what do you enjoy? Like, what's, like, your actual, like, other hobbies and interests in life? I love chess. I Ooh. love chess. Um, I'm actually trying to get my ELO, which is your rating on chess, back up to my puzzles rating is like 1600, which is quite good if I say so myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my 10 minute chess is is lower than my five minute chess. We'll put more time into that. Um, I'm getting back into tag rugby. I'm missing our damn final tonight because I'm back in Galway and I stepped on fucking glass in the 40 foot. Guys, if you're going swimming in the hot weather and you're down by the beaches and you break a glass, clean it up. Yeah. Swear to God, Jesus like I'm, my man, like I've had to get a tetanus shot and I can't go play tag rugby because of this fucking assholes. You're all pricks. Sorry, <gasps> rant. Um, I love reading children's books. 
Fun fact, I'm reading, if anyone's read Skullduggery Pleasant when they were younger, their books that came out when I was in like fifth class and I'm rereading them again. Oh. It's the most, dis- it's so just de-stressing. Like reading a kid's, my mom's read them. She's like, they're great books, Do you know? I'm like, I'm reading them. Um, I'm also, after that, I'm going reading The Lord of the Rings. I do love the old, I'm this weird person. I'm like, I love every single sport ever because I just have this, deep appreciation for competition like yeah. I, I i'll go sit and watch a full cricket game do you know I'll, I'll, really enjoyable. yeah i'll go and sit and watch you know man city losing the champions league final which broke my heart and um, i'll you know i'm a roarer at the telly when ireland are playing you mm. know chronic break my heart week in week out do you know the philadelphia 76 is my favorite team in nba and the, you know got knocked out in the playoffs like you know like I love sport. I love competition. I love just what else do I like? Um, I love buildings. My dad's an architect. I'll sit and like be really pretentious about oh, that building has so much going on in it. Like, you know, um, uh, I love do, 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 do. I love hanging out with my girlfriend and I love I love sitting and doing nothing. Honestly, yeah. I like I, I remember like over the weekend I was sitting down in Wilkie with my girlfriend and being like, my God, I miss this. Like just sitting down by the water in Galway. And I was like, oh, it's class. Um, I love walking. Oh my God, I love walking. Um, living in Galway City was great because you just get to walk around the city the whole time during lockdown. It was immense. Amazing, and, yeah. And now I'm in like suburbia Dublin, which is just so boring. Like it's so boring. Um, I love training. Um, I love physics of training biomechanics of why a cybex hack squat is better than like a a the one i'm using in in planet in galway which i don't even know the brand and mm. like i i love learning yeah i love carbs <laughs> i have this sickly obsession with salted caramel ice cream and pizza oh my good god if you've yeah. ever had if you've never had what did you just say i hate salt caramel what the fuck <laughs> no you don't i, I do i don't no, i don't, don't i'm not a big fan of like caramel anything what's wrong with you man there's a lot of things wrong with me but that's for a different podcast man. <laughs> all right friendship has ended we were gonna <laughs> wrap up there but i'm gonna go on a rant salt <laughs> caramel Hagen Dad ice cream. My God. Do you ever look like do you ever do you ever do you ever look at like do you know the Mona Lisa? Do you know the Mona Lisa? And you look at the Mona Lisa and you'll be like, do you know, people go on about it's the best painting of all time. They're wrong. They're wrong. The artwork on a salted caramel Hagen Dad's tub of ice cream is the <laughs> best piece of design that's ever been published. Man, <laughs> those guys just got it so right. Pizza, Jesus, that's class. Like, sham. it's amazing. My God. Oh, there's this place in Dublin called Basewood Fire. Oh, baby, it's so good. Yeah, oh, Basewood. Honey, honey on pizza, banging. Pineapple on yeah. pizza, banging. No, no pineapple. Don't. Language. Language. Guys, you don't have to let us know when you listen to this podcast. Are you team salted caramel or like... I don't know what I, I don't know what flavor of Hagen I can it been years since I've had Hagen Das. I've just obviously we'll have one right I, now. Huh? We'll have one right now. Have what? Go have a tub of Hagen Das ice cream right now. Well, I can't. It doesn't fit. It's not fitting my macros. I have to go have a big and, bowl of grief fat yogurt. Oh, for feck's sake! I'm so sick of grief fat yogurt, but has to be done. Yeah, need to bloody volume up um, on two hundred grams of zero percent fat. Love that for me. How many calories you've left for the day? Oh, it's only about like 200, I think. Oh, it's that's been... miserable. Yeah, that's, well, that's just always being in a deficit, coming out of uh, coming out of a show uh, diet. But like any final words, any, any quote or anything you'd like to kind of, I suppose, leave people with to remember you by? Something about inspirational, please. <laughs> no pressure. Life is too short not to have cereal. Ooh, that's deep. Mm. and whatever that cereal may be as i said earlier perception is everything Mm. i'm telling you 
Honey, it's been real. We've got, we went through so many different roller coasters there, like all our conversations would anyway. And guys, this is just like a normal conversation for us. Honestly, this is exactly kind of what, how we chat because we just end up like going off into weird different chapters of life but i do hope you guys enjoyed this episode <laughs> if you saw the faces patty's making right now honestly um my shirt's off yeah <laughs> it's <old>. not <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah patty thank you so much for joining me mm-hmm. and do you want to tell the lovely people where they can find you if they wish to see more about you if you, you more- can go find me at at pdk fitness on instagram mm-hmm. and at pdk fitness on facebook which i didn't even know i had a facebook page but i actually do mm-hmm. um you can go to my website at pdkfitness.com and you can catch me if you live in the area of dunleary or Sally Noggin, Glenn Aguirre. You can probably find me on a random street because I'm always getting lost. Always getting um, lost. Doesn't like you, Google Maps. No, 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 no. Too <laughs> proud. Too proud. And if you frequent the cafes of Galway, you can probably find me at all of them. Um, and that is me. Yeah. I'll leave um, Paddy's um, Instagram handles and website details in the show notes as well so you guys can go and follow him but guys it's been real thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Jess Chatting Podcast I hope you enjoyed this week's one thanks again and we'll chat to you in the next one bye bye (laughs)